Time for the El Conservador Radio Show with George Rodriguez. George is a constitutional conservative who loves to expose fake news and liberals. Be a part of the show. Call 210-308-8867. And now, El Conservador, George Rodriguez. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio, The answer and uh brought to you of course by border hawk news i really thank them for their sponsorship uh they uh if you want to know anything about uh what's going on in the world of immigration worldwide my friends go to border borderhawknews.com you will find all sorts of things all right so let's tell you what's going on on our show today we've got uh, a great show as usual uh, we've got, first of all, Mr. David Ray from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Dave is going to talk to us. He's going to give us an analysis of the Biden speech last Wednesday on uh, what he said or didn't say, not to mention his actions, his updated actions regarding border security and immigration. And, uh, you know, my friends, the fact of the matter is that this administration the Biden administration, these Democrats, don't seem to care, don't seem to have any, any interest in stopping the tsunami that we've got going at the border. I mean, that's the fact. They just don't seem to be, you know, if you live at, if you live near the border or on the border, listen to our show today, because we have folks who are right on the front lines who are going to be talking to you about what's going on. And we also have someone who's not on the front lines, but who is being affected directly by what is happening at the front lines of this border, of this tsunami that we've got going. So who do we have? Okay, besides Dave Ray, who is going to be giving us a very, very good analysis of uh, the Biden speech and what he said or didn't say about uh, immigration, we also have, my friends, we also have Mr. Uh, our, my good friend, uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County, Arizona. We have a lot of folks from Texas all the time, obviously, because, um, well, because uh, we're a Texas-based program. But, uh, uh, but, but Sheriff Lamb uh, over in Arizona, my friends, is experiencing uh, similar problems to what we're, we're seeing here. I mean, he is, he is right by the border. And uh, his, uh, his authority is there to, um, he is there to, uh, to try to protect citizens. And my friends, it's very, very difficult when the federal government doesn't care who's crossing the border. So uh, we're going to hear from Sheriff Mark Lamb regarding that whole situation that he is facing in his county there in Arizona. Uh, then we've got uh, my good friend, Sheriff Mike Lewis from Wicomico County, Maryland. Uh, Wicomico County, Maryland, my friends, is on the eastern shore of, uh, of of the state of Maryland, which means it butts up right against, it's right on the uh, Atlantic coast, uh, and it's east of uh, Washington, D.C. It's uh, just below uh, Mar- uh, the, uh, the Delaware state line. And you would have to ask yourself, why would a sheriff from that region, from that area, care about what's going on here in, here in uh, Texas and, and on the border? Well, the fact of the matter is that uh, Sheriff Lewis has been very, very 
uh, outspoken, my friends, very outspoken, about the issue of uh, criminal uh, aliens. And, uh, you know, criminal aliens are everywhere. And now the Biden administration, in their in their stupidity, has uh, has in, is encouraging ICE to um, not pick up these uh, the, these criminal aliens that are arrested on local charges by sheriffs and police departments. And uh, in fact, there is an effort by Democrats. Uh, to uh, do away with the agreements, the uh, cooperative agreements between Immigration Customs Enforcement, ICE, between ICE and the local, uh, the local law enforcement folks. My friends, what about the public safety of Americans? Don't these Democrats care about that? And, uh, you know, these sheriffs, these sheriffs, I mean, why, you know, what are they going to do with an illegal alien that gets picked up on a felony charge? Why should they keep them? You know why don't uh, why don't the uh, uh, why don't the federal authorities pick them up and deport them or, or at least put them you know at least prosecute them? But this is the situation again, my friends. The Biden administration just doesn't seem to care. Our final uh, uh, guest is uh, Mr. Tully uh, Shahan, and Tully is the uh, county judge. Now, a county judge in Texas is like the executive. Uh, the uh, executive commissioner, the executive uh, of the county, and uh, Tully uh, is uh, is right, his county is right on the border, my friends. Uh, it's Kenny County, so Tully is going to talk to us about the uh, you know what they are seeking to do to address the problem because they're running out of money. They are a small rural. Well, they're they're you know geographically they're a huge. They are a huge county but as far as population goes they're they're a rural county they're a small rural county and their folks my friends are being accosted yes the illegal aliens crossing the border are becoming bolder are becoming more aggressive and so the sheriff department uh, the sheriff uh, uh, Brad Coe who was on the show last week uh, he's got his hands full you know he's got uh for, I believe, deputies for a, a, an area about the size of Rhode Island. I mean, picture that. And uh, these, uh, not, only, not only are these illegal aliens threatening people, uh, they're also jumping in cars uh, and uh, uh, attempted carjackings, as well as these smugglers are, are making runs for it. There's a situation here in Texas where um, a, uh, a school district has just announced that uh, that uh, told the uh, parents that they need to take precautions, my friends. They need to take precautions because uh, of the number of chases that are going on in vehicles. And they're afraid that kids who are walking to school or being driven to school or the school buses might uh, end up being damaged. So, my friends... Um, let uh, let me uh, let me be quiet. Let's go to our guests. Our first guest uh, uh, is uh, Dave Ray, and um, they can tell you all about the situation that we're facing, my friends. It's critical. It's bad. It is really, really bad, and we need to do something about it. The federal government's not going to do something about it. We locally have to do something about it. We've got uh, to act locally to address this federal, national, international problem. We've got to do it locally. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for uh, supporting us.
We'll be right back with our first guest, El Conservador, brought to you courtesy of Border Hawk News. Howdy, howdy, howdy once again, my friends. George Rodriguez, El Conservador, on KLUP 930 AM Radio, The Answer. And we've got uh, our good friend, Mr. David Ray, from uh, FAIR, from the Federation for American Immigration Reform in D.C. And uh, I wanted to ask him, uh, given the, the uh, obviously the uh, interest that we have in immigration, what was his? What are your thoughts, Dave, regarding this uh, uh, speech that we just heard from the um, from the uh, from the president, from Mr. Biden? Uh, I mean, what did he say, if anything, regarding immigration and immigration policy? Well, I mean, how little he said about immigration, given the enormity of the problem that he created on the first day when he came into office, was frankly stunning, George. I mean, the president, I guess that was a perfect example of how playing ostrich uh, could be a viable strategy for you, so long as you have a friendly press not following up on anything that you do. I mean, uh, the border is completely out of control. Uh, The president failed to acknowledge that. He acts like Congress can pass some laws, fix the whole thing, yet at the same time, he doesn't let the Border Patrol do its job. He uh, uh, appoints somebody to head up uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, who is philosophically opposed to immigration enforcement altogether, uh, Sheriff Ed Gonzalez from Harris County, Texas. He appoints the border czar, Kamala Harris, who doesn't believe illegal immigrants should be deported and has likened ICE officers, ICE agents, to Klansmen. Uh, And then he tells the American people it's time to end the war on immigration. I mean, what war is he talking about? We, We admit more than a million legal immigrants every year. The most generous immigration policy on the planet. All the public has asked is that we have integrity at our border so that we know who's coming in, so that we know that children aren't being left in the desert or thrown into the Rio Grande River as diversionary tactics so that drug smugglers and human smugglers and uh, people, you know, criminal aliens could sneak in while the Border Patrol is rescuing the children. I mean, it, it's outrageous. And it has to, uh, the American public has to demand accountability, and we're getting zero right now. You know, it really, really is disturbing. I mean, you know, I have been to the to the to the border here in Texas several times. Uh, in fact, this past week, I was down. This past Monday, I was I was down there uh, in in part of the border, and um, the uh, illegal aliens seem to be getting more and more bolder and aggressive, right. and uh, you know, endangering people not only with their uh, with with their behavior. Um, but we don't know about their health. But on top of that, we don't know if they're criminals. And then on top of that, one of uh, you know the, the situation that we've got with with uh, the car chases. I mean, the sheriffs are just beyond belief. And for the president of the United States not to say anything about that situation, right? Uh, I, I don't know. He seems to. Well, first of all, he he failed to acknowledge that there's any border crisis going on. Although he created it on day one when he was in office, when he. Uh, took apart every Trump strategy that was in place that was working perfectly. 
uh, he seems to think that we can go to Central America and fix Central America, and then they won't want to come here. And, and, and it's just a, a naive approach uh, when you're talking about fixing someone else's country when there are uh, incredible levels of poverty and violence and corruption that we can really do very little about. Uh, you know, he thinks that an amnesty is a way to solve this problem. He talked about the DREAM Act, about people who are here for temporary protected status, uh, you know, allowing them to remain in the country. He's decided that any child that shows up on the border uh, is going to be admitted admitted into the United States. We have more than 22,000 children now in federal custody. And, you know, it's, it's mind-boggling that he thinks this is any kind of fix. Uh, you know, an amnesty is not border security. Amnesty incentivizes more illegal immigration. We learned that in 1986, uh, and, and that's why when, when the president dismantled everything that was in place at the border and then allowed his party to push forth an amnesty bill, this is the result. I mean, we had a a team of fair staffers who were in Cochise County, Arizona, which is right in southeastern Arizona on the New Mexico border. And this is kind of like a microcosm of what's going on elsewhere in the border. But think about this. In March of, of uh, last year, three, 300 illegal aliens came across the border. This March, March 2021, 3,379 people came across the border. So it's tenfold. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Incredible. He's counting, and it, it's not, it's primarily not people from Northern Triangle countries. 90% of them are Mexicans. One guy who was detained, and now he was from Honduras, said he paid $17,000 uh, to the cartels for three attempts to try to get into this country. Now what we're seeing is, and this goes for the kids as well, uh, they are, uh, the cartels are, are charging them, you know, between ten and $20,000 to cross into the United States, and then they are basically indentured servants for the cartels uh, until they can get their passage paid off. So it's, uh, you know, we're allowing people to, to be entered into a, a form of indentured servitude to try to sneak into this country. They're not getting any health checks. Uh, kids are being paired with people who we think are family members, but yeah, how certain are they of that and that these kids are being treated fairly? I mean, they have really created a mess, but listen to this one. So uh, they, they were on a ranch on the border and there was a contractor who was building, there are two contractors there in southern Arizona who are building the border wall. They're being paid a million dollars a day, but they're not allowed to do anything but set on their hands. So the government contracts already signed for them to build the border wall. They're sitting there, but the Biden administration won't let them move. So you want to talk about not solving the problem. I mean, the border wall works. The Border Patrol will be the first one to tell you that. We're spending money to have contractors sit on their hands while people are streaming into this country in the middle of a pandemic and an economic upheaval. It's just unfathomable what this administration thinks it's up to. It really is. I mean, you cannot feel but that, that the best interest of our nation is not their interest. It's just right. not their interest. 
Uh, anything else that you want to add, my friend, uh, to uh, before we go? Well, you know, I mean, what is so concerning to me, honestly, when you look at this uh, in the long run, is that you have people who have created a problem, and it seems that their plan for, you know, solving this problem is actually to help facilitate and expedite the entry of illegal aliens into the United States, not to deter them. That's exactly right. We have have a a president and a vice president and a chief of the Customs and Border Protection and now the uh, chief uh, commissioner of ICE, all of whom, whom have one thing in common. They're against any kind of immigration enforcement. So they're an antithesis to the very job they've been given. <laughs> the president has a responsibility to protect the sovereignty of the nation, and he's failing to do that. And the press is letting him get away with it. So hopefully we will see in, in coming days that uh, uh, maybe there will be a little bit of a mindset, but right now it just seems that the Biden administration is just refusing to, to even acknowledge that a problem, problem exists. Uh. Folks, we've been talking with our good friend, Mr. David Ray, from the uh, Federation for American Immigration Reform in Washington, D.C. Dave, thank you very much for taking time to be with us and um, update us about what's going on in D.C. that uh, we are suffering for here. <laughs> we can't, yeah. put, can't put it any other way. No shortage of news, but if you want to stay on top of things, check out FAIR's website. We're FAIRUS.org. Hashtag on Twitter is FAIR Immigration. On Facebook, it's Federation for American Immigration Reform. We're the nation's top immigration watchdog group. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, so all of your donations to FAIR are 100% tax deductible. Join FAIR and join the fight. You got it, buddy. Thank you very, very much. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, on KLUP 930 AM Radio, The Answer. Hi, folks. This is George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Looking for information on immigration, borders, refugee resettlement, asylum claims, nationalism, and globalism? Go to BorderHawk.News. BorderHawk.News has up-to-date information on these topics and their impact locally, nationally, and internationally. BorderHawk.News has the news that's not covered by the other media or websites. Stay informed on one of the most important issues in this country, immigration. Go to BorderHawk.News. News. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM. And we've got our very good friend, Sheriff Mark Lamb, America's sheriff, as some people call him. <laughs> and uh, we've got him on the show because uh, we've been talking to sheriffs here in Texas. We wanted to talk to him. Uh, he's in Arizona, right near the border. Uh, and uh, we wanted to get an update of what he is seeing uh, with this border crisis. Sheriff, thank you for taking time to be with us. Uh, what, uh, are you, you, what are you seeing? Tell us what is going on in your in, in your neck of the woods there. Man, I tell you what, it's probably easier to tell you what's not going on, and I'll tell you what's not going on is communication with this administration. Uh, you know, since they've taken office, we haven't heard anything. We have a vice president who's been put in charge of this issue, a crisis. And they haven't come to the border yet, nor is the president. They want to continue to dance around it and not call it for what it is, which is an absolute crisis. It's a crisis for the American people. 
and uh, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, this should actually, this should absolutely be on, on the forefront of your mind because this is impacting communities all across this country. And right now, it is, it is, it is not good. Tell us, tell us about about the resources because we're hearing a lot of, of uh, you know, rural uh, county sheriffs who are facing problems with uh, with their manpower, uh, limited number of deputies, limited uh, uh, amount of of equipment and money and for gas and uh, other things. Uh, are you facing a similar uh, similar situation? And and who's going to pay for all of that? Absolutely. I mean, we're facing the same thing. Like. Right now, we're paying for it. I mean, the federal government, we've had, we've had such a great relationship with the Border Patrol and ICE. We have a really good working relationship with the ground troops. Um, obviously, the, the, the changes in policies in this administration have not only handcuffed us and, and put us in a, in a financial position having to cover these costs, but it's also been in, you know, they've handcuffed the Border Patrol agents and the ICE agents. And, you know, these kind of guys... They just want to do their job. They want to protect the American communities. They understand what they need to do. Uh, when you talk to them on the on the down low, because they don't, you know, they work for the government, but it, on the down low, they'll tell you they're very frustrated with the current policies. And uh, we as sheriffs and local agencies are left holding the the uh, bag, or I guess it's the empty bag, because we're paying all the bills now. The uh, the situation with the Indian Reservation being right there by you, uh, does that complicate the issue? Absolutely, it does. It, it complicates it tremendously. I mean, we, we we've had a good we have good working relationship with them as well, um, but they just don't have the resources either. You know, that's a it's a large reservation, but it doesn't have a huge police force and presence. And these are federal crimes. This is what our federal partners are supposed to handle. And they are being impacted as well because these drugs are, and these humans are flowing through there. And for your listeners, if they don't know, like, I'm about 60 miles off the border, but I have this Native American reservation that actually extends into Mexico. And while they're clogging the ports with layups or people giving up or unaccompanied minors or women and families, all that's doing is leaving these desert areas wide open for the cartel to continue to traffic humans and drugs in, military-age men, we have no idea who they are, where they come from. Uh, you know, they've got uh, COVID. We don't know if they have COVID, tuberculosis, scabies. We don't know any of that. Amazing. The uh, the situation also with um, uh, with, with the local communities. Uh, are there any large? I mean, other than Tucson being nearby, I'm being uh, relatively speaking. Uh, where do they gravitate to? Where do these folks go to? Well, I got a newsflash for America. They're sending them all over. Um, the Greyhound buses are full. They're putting them on buses, sending them to Midwest, East Coast, South, North. Um, you know, most of the East Coast agencies or Massachusetts or those places, they have as many illegals or more illegals in their jails back there than I do here in Arizona. Wow. And probably what you do in Texas. So this is, that's why I continue to say this is an American problem. I had sheriffs from across this country yesterday here at the border. We were on with Fox News. We were, because this is impacting all of us, and they were there to tell their story as well. And, you know, we're doing that through Protect America Now, and your listeners can check it out at protectamericanow.com. And we are standing together with the people, supporting the people, protecting the people uh, from what we're seeing here. 
uh, it's interesting because uh, there was a, there was a situation where where there was supposed to be a weekly meeting with uh, with uh, Biden's new Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas uh, with sheriffs. Did that uh, did that? How did that ever pan out? I, I don't know. I didn't get invited. I know some sheriffs were there, and uh, you know I know some sheriffs like Sheriff Daniels out of Cochise County was very uh, honest and upfront with them, and. You know, they try to give us a song and dance, but the hard thing is they can't give us sheriffs a song and dance and give the American people because we know the true facts. And we, you know, we're calling them out on their BS, but they're trying to, to hoodwink the American public. Them, in conjunction with a biased, complicit media, are, are not giving the American people the true facts. Yeah, I, I've been surprised by the number of people you know, that I talked to that uh, said that if it wasn't for, for radio shows like mine and others, uh, you know they wouldn't they wouldn't know what was going on on the front lines and you guys are the front lines sheriff uh, let me let you go a- anything that you would like to add here at the end no I just hope that uh, you know this is not a political issue it's not a Republican or Democrat issue we are trying to protect American youth communities if you truly care about human beings you should absolutely care about border security because the cartel is violating those people's rights on a daily basis they are raping and, and abusing the women they're they're using the children as pawns, and, and, and there's abuse there as well. They're extorting the men. They're bringing dangerous drugs like methamphetamines and fentanyl into our communities across this country. And we in America are going to pay a, a hard price for this. We need to get this border under control. We need this administration to recognize the crisis for what it is, and let's get the fix. Excellent. Sheriff, uh, thank you very much. We've been, we've been speaking with Sheriff uh, Mark Lamb from Pinal County, Arizona. Sheriff, be safe. Thank you very much. Thank you, George. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Once again, George Rodriguez, El Conservador on KLUP 930 AM Radio, The Answer. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio, The Answer. And we've got a good friend of mine, uh, Sheriff Mike Lewis from uh, Wacomico County, Maryland, on the eastern shore. And uh, he was just uh, recently visiting uh, the border uh, in Arizona. And I want to ask Sheriff Lewis, what is the interest of a sheriff from the eastern shore of Maryland, from Salisbury, Maryland, what is his interest in the border? Uh, because he was one of several sheriffs. Sheriff, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time to be with us. What uh, What was your interest? What did you learn? What did you see at the border? We know, George, if I've learned nothing else in my 37 years in law enforcement, I've learned that every state in every county is a border state and now a border county. And I say that because the illegal criminal aliens enter the United States to our southwest border are emerging hours later here in Wicomico County, Maryland, Montgomery County, Maryland, Prince George's County, Maryland, and literally every jurisdiction in our region, we have had a major increase, an enormous increase in illegal uh, criminal aliens coming into our area. These are individuals who I've known, based on 37 years of experience, are now dominating the drug trade here in the United States. In fact, as the chairman of the Wicomico County Narcotics Task Force, the overwhelming majority of our mid-level and high-level drug trafficking cases are now being controlled by 
by the Mexican cartels. We've even had Mexican cartel members fly into the Salisbury Wicomico County Airport and to the Baltimore Washington International Airport where they are picked up uh, by the those who are receiving the Mexican drugs and driven to locations where the deal was brokered. They transport them back to the airport and they fly back to the southwest border. So we are being heavily affected here in Wicomico County, Maryland, or Maryland Eastern Shore. We're two hours east of Baltimore. We are geographically located between the Chesapeake Bay and the Atlantic Ocean. But yes, we are affected every day by what's going on on our southwest border. And that's what prompted me to travel down to Arizona last week and tour the border firsthand with other sheriffs across the country that are being equally affected as I am. Now, let me ask you this, because one of the things that uh, we have seen in the past couple of months since the new administration took over is this issue where the administration the Biden administration is taking a much more liberal obviously a much more liberal approach to detaining folks they are releasing folks they've even told ICE in the uh, interior of the nation to uh, not hold people too long uh, what impact is this having on on uh, on on you picking up folks or, or criminal aliens detaining criminal aliens? Well, you know what? It's not just this Biden administration. There are progressive uh, liberals across the country that are making sanctuary cities and sanctuary states just this past year in the state of Maryland. The state of Maryland passed legislation now prohibiting sheriffs in the state of Maryland from cooperating with immigration and customs enforcement. They have literally neutered our ability through the 287G program to work with our federal partners that we've always worked with to make our country safer. They prohibited us now from working with our federal partners. And, and I can tell you, based on the policies that are now being deployed on our southwest border, our country is in a great, without a doubt, and I've said this to many individuals in the last couple of weeks, we are in the greatest danger we have ever been um, for illegal terrorists entering our country through our southwest border. It is a porous border. It is wide open. As you well know, from April the 1st to April the 13th, in a 13-day period, our Border Patrol apprehended 76,000 illegal aliens in a 13-day period. And we, we estimate that we only apprehended between 4 and 7% of those entering our country across our southwest border. We apprehended 76,000 people. No mask, no vaccines, no wherewithal on how they're going to financially support themselves in the country. And as you well know, George, most of them come into the country and simply sit down. They sit down on a well-traveled roadway so they can be picked up by the Border Patrol, then coddled, then put up in fancy hotel rooms and their family members, and then flown deeply into the United States where they're given $1,500 to $2,500 a piece in cash to get established completely illegally entered our country, bypassing our rule of law. Without border security, there is no homeland security. And right now, this country's wide open. You know, the um, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, this agreement between uh, local law enforcement and the uh, immigration, the federal folks, uh, which seems to have gone by the wayside. How did it work? Why was it good? And um, what do you see the ramifications of it, like in Maryland, where they're, you know, they're, you, you are forbidden now to, to work with ICE. You know, the 287G program was very simple. While local law enforcement 
are arresting individuals on local charges, on local criminal charges, and while they're being processed to our local detention centers, we simply query other systems with the names of the individuals we have, and we find out their status here in the United States. It is just a perfect marriage or relationship that we have shared for many years with our federal partners, and now because our local lawmakers believe that we should have sanctuary cities, sanctuary counties, and now a sanctuary state, they passed a state law prohibiting local sheriffs from, from participating in the 287G program. It worked out beautifully. It enabled our federal partners to identify individuals who have committed crimes. They are criminal aliens. They have been wanted in our state. They've been convicted in our state. And it gave us a process to get rid of them. You know, I've said many times before, we estimate now that we have between 15 and 20 million illegal aliens in this country. I'm to the point now, George, I'm so frustrated with this current administration. I don't care if they give them all amnesty or give them all a pathway to citizenship, but by God, we need to shut the gate. We need to shut this door. Right now, it's wide open, and I saw it firsthand at the border last week. I walked that brand new wall in Cochise County, Arizona. I saw where the wall had been breached. I saw where it had been compromised. I knelt down and grabbed the steel. It fell apart in my hands, and I saw where they came under there the night before. And I was told after we left that day, they watched many more come through that same hole before they could ever get it fixed. Not that it matters. They simply take their acetylene torches, they cut the steel, they break out the concrete with a sledgehammer, and they're coming in by the hundreds before it's ever discovered. Amazing. It, it, it is. It's very, very disturbing uh, to hear and see about you know the, this kind of situation. Sheriff, how many, I mean, you're, you're in a leadership position with other sheriffs. Uh, are you hearing from other sheriffs as well uh, in the interior? I mean, not on the border, but in the interior of the United States, uh, as far as their concerns regarding this uh, this border crisis that we've got? Well, you know, George, one of the sheriffs that joined me last week down in Cochise County, Arizona, was Sheriff Tom Hodgkin with Bristol County, Massachusetts. I do know this. In my conversations with Tom, but especially with my conversations with DEA task force officers assigned to the New England office in Boston, Massachusetts. Their number one threat in New England today, in Boston, Massachusetts, their number one threat are the Mexican cartels. All of their cases right now involve Mexican nationals coming up here from the border, bringing tractor-trailer loads of cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, and most recently, tractor-trailer loads of fentanyl. So that is their greatest threat right now up in New England. And I can tell you firsthand being here in Maryland, every single day we're working multi-jurisdictional investigations involving the Mexican cartels. I've told so many people, while we Americans only make up 7% of the world's total population, 68% of the world's total drugs are consumed here in the United States every year. Yes, we Americans have an insatiable appetite for drugs. The Mexican drug trafficking cartels know that, and they're exploiting it every single day. And while all of our resources are now being dedicated to social services at the border with these immigrants who are flowing into our country, the Mexican cartels are coming through for the most part undetected, unmolested, and unabated. And that's exactly what this government has allowed to happen. This is a man-made disaster. You don't deploy FEMA 
Obama on any border, in any situation, in any state in our country, unless a disaster has occurred. And right now, the disastrous policies of the Biden administration have allowed that to happen on the southwest border, and our country right now is at tremendous risk. We are at great risk right now. Wow. There is no homeland security. You know, that, that, that's very, very powerful. I, I, I certainly hope that uh, our audience really takes to heart what you're saying because it, it I mean I, I you know I, I you are being you're making it a very you're making a very very powerful statement and, and George I would like to share something else with our listeners while down in Cochise County last week on my way into the border and on my way out of the border I'm talking 20 miles north of the border there was a border patrol checkpoint there was not one not one government employee or any employee man in this checkpoint. I didn't see any going in. I didn't see any coming out. And I was riding with Sheriff Mark Lamb of Pinal County, Arizona. And I said to Sheriff Lamb at the time, I said, and we also had a Nevada sheriff riding with us, Jesse Watts. I said, where in the world are the Border Patrol? I said, I have been in this region many times training our Border Patrol. Where are they? And the sheriff looked at me and says, they're no longer allowed to work these checkpoints. You won't see any Border Patrol agents down here during our trip today. I saw zero United States Border Patrol agents anywhere near the border when I was down there. I saw no one. I saw the sheriff's helicopter overhead. I saw sheriff's deputies in the region. But I did not see any of our own Border Patrol agents doing what they do best and protecting our house. They are no longer allowed to protect our house. Our resources are dedicated solely to social services right now, providing providing resources for those entering our country illegally. We are rewarding them for their criminal activity. And God knows how many convicted felons have come into the country with these individuals every single hour of the day. 76,000 apprehended in a 13-day period, and we estimate we only got between four and seven percent this country is expected to absorb this massive influx of illegal immigrants into the united states of america how we're going to do it is uh, i have no clue incredible ah that is really really incredible that's really really uh, very very disturbing sheriff thank you very much for taking time to be with us uh, thank you for what you do, sir. Thank you for what you do for the United States of America. And I, I want everybody to know, when sheriffs from across the country travel down to the border, we recognize that we, too, are a border county. We are a border state. And we have started a new political action committee called Protect America Now. It was started by elected sheriffs in this country. We believe in God. We believe in our country. And we believe in our Constitution. And by God, come hell or high water, we're going to continue to do our job as elected sheriffs. We are going to be the first line of defense in what we see taking place because Washington, D.C. is oblivious to it right now. Tell the folks where they can find uh, more information about Protect America Now. Please just go online to protectamericanow.com, protectamericanow.com. And we are having fundraisers. I I, uh, attended a fundraiser and spoke at a fundraiser in Arizona, in Chandler, Arizona, last week. I was asked to come back to Arizona tomorrow. We're having a fundraiser tomorrow night in central Arizona. But if you go online to protectamericanow.com, you'll find out all the information you need to know. I encourage our listeners to join. They don't have to donate. We welcome donations. It is a 501c4 organization. No one would know that you've donated. We need all the support we can get because united we must be to fight what's going on in this country because we're not getting any assistance out of Washington, D.C. Well said. Well said. Thank you very much, uh, Sheriff. Sheriff, we've been talking with with Sheriff Mike Lewis from uh, 
Wycombe County, uh, Maryland, and I really, really thank you, sir. God bless you, George. Thank you. God bless you and your listeners, my friend. Thank you. Hi, folks. This is George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Looking for information on immigration, borders, refugee resettlement, asylum claims, nationalism, and globalism? Go to BorderHawk.News. BorderHawk.News has up-to-date information on these topics and their impact locally, nationally, and internationally. BorderHawk.News has the news that's not covered by the other media or websites. Stay informed on one of the most important issues in this country, immigration. Go to BorderHawk.News. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio. And we've got a special guest with us. We have uh, uh, Kenny County Judge Tully Shahan, and he is the county judge, the county executive, for those of you that are not Texans, the county executive who has uh, uh, just voted on the uh, their their commission has just voted on this declaration uh, of an emergency for their community, which is literally literally under uh, siege by illegal immigrants, uh, illegal aliens, Ill- illegal immigration from uh, right across the border. Their county butts right ab- right up to the uh, to the border, and uh, their residents are in danger. They themselves are. Uh, being put upon for all sorts of things, and uh, they are a rural community. So, uh, uh, Judge, thank you for taking time to be with us. Let's begin by telling the folks about a little bit about your county, uh, how many people, how many deputies you've got, and uh, how much of an area it is. And then you tell us what you're facing as well with with the count with the uh, with the illegal alien invasion. George, thank you very much uh, for the op- this opportunity to let people know uh, the, the real issues along these border counties. We are a border county. We lie between Valverde, which is Del Rio, Texas, to our north, to our west, and then Maverick County to our southeast, I guess. But we are, we have about 17 miles of the border uh, in next to Mexico and. We have streaming through Kenny County many, many uh, illegal aliens. Uh, it's, it's causing a county community safety nightmare for us. We, uh, we've experienced uh, many, many drive-throughs, drive throughs, uh, drive uh, uh, bailouts in the middle of, of Brackettville, Texas. We've had people killed. We've, uh, it hasn't been any of us, any of our Kenny County residents so far, but there have been, uh, these illegal immigrants, these illegal aliens coming through Kenny County at a record pace. And they're not being stopped at the border because Border Patrol is so in, in uh, has been so enthralled and count, uh, uh, they've been overwhelmed with having to process in the humanitarian effort of, of meeting all these people coming through. They, they don't have time to patrol our Kenny County border. So they've been coming through here in droves. We're reaching out for help and passed this state of declaration or this declaration of, of a disaster. And we're asking uh, our state government, we're asking anyone we can get to please help us. And a lot of there's, I know there's seven, eight counties along this border that have done the same thing. 
there's more counties to probably follow uh, with more uh, declarations and uh, because we're all having these issues and it's uh, it concerns us uh, we we uh, we've not had anyone hurt so far uh, with uh, with local residents we've, we've had we've had uh, thefts of our vehicles we've had uh, threat we've had uh, landowners we've had merchants had to pull a gun to get people out of their buildings uh, or out their land and so uh, it's uh, it's a very very uh, touchy issue uh, this immigration issue and we we have about 3600 people here Our, we have a little about a five and a half million dollar budget for Kenny County, and so we're uh, we've got uh, four full time deputies, and then we've got uh, some reserve deputies that help our sheriff. Uh, but and there's and they work uh, anywhere from eight to ten hour shifts, and and uh, so it's 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 brought a focus of of law enforcement and first responders. Uh, to the forefront, our EMS has been overwhelmed with two or three calls in one night of, of drive-throughs, uh, rollovers, and uh, so our EMS has been uh, um, overwhelmed. And and uh, our firemen have come to the rescue. We've got a volunteer fire department, but uh, we 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 can't do it all, and, and it's it's a problem that's too big for us. So we're reaching out. We've asked uh, other counties in our county, as our commissioners unanimously approved and ratified the uh, state of, of declaration that, or the declaration that I signed last Wednesday, and uh, they they ratified it uh, here on Monday. And so uh, that's where we are, and we're we're asking the governor and other people to, and the federal government to please come to our aid. The uh, the situation that you've been facing. I mean, you're you're a resident. You're a person that was born and raised in that area. Have you ever seen the illegal immigration problem, the illegal aliens coming across, uh, like oh, like no. it is at this no, at this point? I, George, this is this is beyond comprehension. Uh, it is beyond uh, sanity. And uh, what's what is so. Uh, you can't, you, you just, what's so overwhelming for us is we can't do anything about it. The, the, um, our, our, our present administration is ignoring it. It looks like it's intentional. And so we, we're just, we are, uh, it's an overwhelming, uh, uh, situation and a crisis. And when they say it's a crisis, it is a crisis. And, and and what's really interesting again is that uh, in the olden days when uh, when I was little and when my parents and grandparents were growing up in Laredo, uh, you know they used to complain about Mexican uh, people coming across to work or to stay uh, or even to commit crimes. But it seems like the the vast majority the, the majority of the people that that uh, seem to be caught nowadays are are, are not Mexican. No, there's other OTMs. There's other than Mexicans, and uh, there's bunches of those. They're catching uh, Hondurans, Nicaraguans, uh, people from Europe, people from. Uh, we've had uh, um, we've had people from South Africa come through here. Uh, we've uh, the, the Border Patrol tells you it is a national security issue. 
it is a national security problem that this nation needs to understand is going on. It is going to affect us. It is going to affect people in Connecticut, in Atlanta. It's going to affect people all over this nation. And it is, it, it appears to me that it's intentional. And it, it's, uh, uh, we're, it's, uh, the, our administration is ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And, and if they continue to, well, they, they have continued to ignore it. And so, uh, you know, you just, you feel, you feel like you're out there on a string, but we're, we're having to speak up. All these counties are having to speak up. We, uh, we can't, we can't continue like this. Something has to change. Now, one of the interesting things uh, that uh, really caught my attention uh, to begin with was the issue of the aggressiveness of some of these individuals nowadays, some of these illegal aliens becoming much more aggressive. Um, uh, you know, wh- whereas in other places we've always heard of them just surrendering to the Border Patrol to seek asylum, as they, as they are doing nowadays, uh, in some cases, I've heard of assaults and attempted carjackings in your community. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. They've had uh, we've had uh, an incident where a uh, convicted five-time corrected convicted felon from Honduras uh, jumped on a a uh, ATV driven by a local uh, rancher here and. Uh, and then there was we've had we've had we had a a, a, a merchant here uh, told his told these people coming in these illegal aliens approaching them he uh, to get out of his uh, tire shop and he had to go and get a gun out of his pickup inside the tire shop to get them out of the tire shop. He literally had a gun in one hand and a telephone in the other. And uh, we are having, and we, we've lost vehicles in downtown Brackettville. Uh, yesterday, in a conference call with DPS in Kenny County, which is Brackettville, Maverick County, and Valverde, there in the month of March, there was 40 stolen vehicles apprehended from illegal haulers, from, from uh, human trafficking. We, uh, this three-county area confiscated 40 different stolen vehicles from people running and trafficking uh, people, just um, trafficking humans. Wow. Uh, Judge, we need to to close out, but is there anything that you would like to tell the folks? I mean, is there anything that that you would like to, uh, a message that you would like to leave with them as we can? Well, George, as I said previously, People don't really understand uh, what's going on here. But we need to get, that's one of these ideas is to get the word out, to let people know there is a border crisis. And these people are, they're not staying in Kenny County. They're not staying in Valverde County or Maverick County. They're going to the inner cities. They're going to the inner, uh, to the central part of the United States. They're being trucked. They're being bussed. They're being flown to different areas of our country. And uh, is it being a national crisis? It, it, it's a, a border crisis now. It's going to be a national crisis in the future. And I'm a, I'm a positive person. But this scare is scary. It is. I've never seen this in my life. Uh, I've lived here, worked here, worked with 
Judge, thank you very, very much for taking time to be with us. We've been talking with Kenny County uh, Judge uh, Tully uh, Shahan. And, uh, Judge, just stay safe. Tell everybody hi for us and tell them to stay well, safe. We will, and thank you for helping us uh, let people know the crisis that exists here. You got it. Have a good one. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, on KLUP 930 AM Radio, The Answer. Thank you.